0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Acting, the podcast where.
1: Mate, why didn't <sighs> you just back yourself there? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I just I got caught up in like my um, what's it called personal pronouns. I was like, "Where Luke and I, <laughs>
1: Luke and me." Yeah, so it's a nightmare. Um, yeah, then just we just keep m- it chill. This is this. It doesn't just really imagine me. if you would use. Yeah, I another rule. How uh, Are we actually rolling?
0: <laughs> well, it's recording
1: at <laughs> the moment. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> it's not a struggle, unless it's a struggle. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but for some um, some people, being an actor, a breeze. <laughs> You're encouraging us to use this podcast <laughs> to, to tell me our go. shit. <laughs> G'day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Acting, the podcast where professional actors, Luke McMahon and... <clears throat> Andrew, talk about life as an actor in Sydney, Australia, and reflect on the week that has been. Oh, very nice. We've got it. Yeah, do you um, think? I think that's the one. Right, lock it in. Um, alrighty, so,
0: oh, the big, uh, the big event of the week, Luke.
1: Yeah, last week. Yeah. Yeah, great. So, the, that's right. The last time we touched base <laughs> was, um, was o- over the phone. Throwing the ball and
0: straight in the court. Here we are. Um, no, but last room. week, if anyone was listening, hopefully, um, we were discussing, you were literally about to be picked up.
1: Yes, um, and not in a good way. No, in a good way. Uh, yes, by a driver who was coming over to pick me up to, to go to set mm. um, for my first film gig. Um, other than, you know, short films that I've shot and... Um, uni films Mm. for sure um so i was pretty nervous i was taking the antihistamines trying to get the skin condition (laughs) in check um did the makeup makeup ladies help yeah actor uh, you know like i i had a little bit of uh the old shaving rash that had to get covered (laughs) up um makeup helped a bit and costume and all that kind of stuff really helped fortunately i was in a pretty cold location, so I had a nice woolly jacket on for my character, which was nice.
0: Yeah, right, that does help. Yeah. Um, I was doing something the other day, a bit of filming and it was uh, it was absolutely freezing. And they were about to throw this guy <laughs> throw this poor guy in a lake and he was an <laughs> he was an extra. And in the script, it was like they pulled his naked body out of a lake, and it was it was like outback New South Wales, and it was like call the agent.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we were all
0: just like, mate, you've drawn the short straw here. And he was like,
1: commitment. Yeah,
0: he didn't actually end up getting the lake because we uh, went over time, but it was supposed to happen.
1: Wow, I think I mean I, I would probably consider that to be a featured extra role, right? Like. To be just in the unless lake. he's like in the far yeah, distant uh, background, look. falling into this lake, <laughs> dead. <laughs> if he's if he's kind of featured Features in the scene, pretty
0: cruel to just be like, oh, that extra over there, get naked in the lake. <laughs> um. All right, we uh coming coming on back. So yeah, you, we had some, we had,
1: we had some issues with water as well. Actually, what does that it mean? Started, well, it started to rain a little bit. Um, right. Night Shoot, a little bit of rain. Um. There was some there was some pressure, but it was good. All in all, good. Um. Good shoot. Got to back it up with some more days in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, great. Yeah. Any um, any kind of nice little, little lessons you can extract from the experience? Yeah, uh, uh, things you learned uh, from, uh, from doing it. Your I'm first? being
1: very careful about what I say here because I think sure. uh, yeah, there's a bit of a blanket on on this and social media and things like that. Mm. But um, <laughs> you know, uh, I got uh, I got a compliment, mm. and it. Uh, ruined me <laughs> <laughs> um, you know I mean I guess it's like every actor's dream come true you open your mouth and all of a sudden like you're a good actor mm. where where you've been filled with self-doubt and then all of a sudden someone in a position where where their their, their opinion actually matters is saying good job great mm. and it sounds meaningless right now but but at the time it was like you' good job you are the. Best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> At so, least that's what I heard. You know, <laughs> it may have just been probably, a yeah, on the yeah, back, move on, move on. <laughs> he loves me. Um yeah, it was good. so, okay, so the compliment through you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I might boil the old wig. Might, you know, I might stress out. Um, whichever way it goes, it could have been. It, I'm sure that the situation was perfectly normal, mm. but. Um, at the time, I just loaded up expectation on myself, and
0: it is a funny one, isn't it? Whether the um the compliment actually throws you more than the the criticism.
1: Mm. Very easy is to it? work with criticism, right? Like, okay, what what are the ways that I deal with bad acting? You know, like i I can recognize it in myself, and I have some some checks mm. in place for myself. I go, okay, well, am I breathing? Um, is my body physically relaxed and prepared to be in a scene, and am I being open to the other actor, and all of that kind of stuff? Like I can go through that checklist mm. um, when I'm when I'm receiving critical performance notes, um, but when it's good, yeah, I mean maybe I should have just done the same checks, right? Like that's exactly what I should have done, and now I am thinking about it, I should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is funny when you get a when you get a
0: compliment, you kind of I think what happens naturally is you go. Um, Oh well, that worked, and it's that same that kind of thing that's that that often goes wrong with acting when you're trying to replicate something you've done before mm. because you're trying to hold up. Like you've got to accept that. I, I think that that the process is fluid. Like you're not going to be able to go. Oh yeah, that was good. like it. Often happens when you when we did plays or something that was like a a, a comic scene, and people love it the first time, and they go. Oh, yeah, just do that. And then you come out the next time. Yeah. And it's just not going to have the same impact because no. everyone in the room knows it, you know. Yeah. So, you've got to... And I think it's good to try to find little bits, you know, keep the basis. If if, the, if a director's gone, that's great. Obviously, you want to keep that. But, yeah, there is something about someone... If people love what you do, you want to, like, try to keep it. Yeah, and but, that's
1: a recipe for for, like, not having a performance that... Uh, that builds towards mm. something, or it, it ends up a a wash, a feeling. Uh, it's too consistent, mm. or or it can be. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you walk into the scene thinking you're hilarious, right? Mm. <laughs> like, Oh man, this I nailed it last yeah, time. This yeah, is and me- what was
0: actually funny about it the first time was that it was different and fresh and inspired. You know, kind of ca- it, it, that spontaneity made it good the first yeah.
1: time. So. Which is why I have so much respect for comedians Like if Surely like sometimes they just completely bomb mm. And it's horrible But you know they do Same set after set after mm. set And they just bash out the same jokes And make them funny Every time Which is is, is a skill that I certainly do not have um, Yeah it's a tough one, that it's one. A cra- It must be a craft like mm. They must spend I don't know Maybe they don't Maybe they're just hilarious guys <laughs> Um, or but the even, expectation of laughing, I think, from the audience is always like a nice way to kick things off, right? Cause yeah, they're all there to be entertained. So you come out and you, you know, slip on a banana peel, and they're ready for it. They're ready for it. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Compliment or criticism? <laughs> good, good, uh, good, good, good. General, uh, little, uh, little. Twitter on there we're continuing to, uh, yeah, to absolutely, encouraging people yeah. throughout this yeah. to uh, to jump on the social media as always and uh,
1: do you find it easier to deal with compliments or or criticisms yeah mm, it's great one um, so hit us at the handle at Stage Milk or on Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash Stage Milk or you can even reach us at the website www.stagemilk.com absolutely leave um, a comment whatever. comments replies mm. all that some great resources there, some of them written by Mosos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um so anything else? Obviously that took up most of your week. Yeah. Um yeah. any other auditions slipped in there?
1: Um No. No. Mm. Tried to get tried to get in for a couple of things. Mm. Um but uh I mean there's always opportunity cost, right? Um they well, clash. So dates clash, um, mm. and so I couldn't get on a couple of things. But um, you know, that's that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> Happy yeah, to I have.
0: I think missing a few auditions for some uh, for some, work, some works. That's the best reason, right? And yeah. the bad. It's funny that one as well, isn't it? Someone was saying something about that the other day. When you get like, it's so funny seeing people getting get incredibly stressed about having sort of a myriad of good opportunities. Mm. You know, someone's like been offered, it happens all the time, people people have no work and then all of a sudden people are just like offered three gigs. Yeah. And obviously it's annoying that you're going to miss out on something, but it's like people are almost more annoyed in that period than when they had nothing. It's like you're still getting to choose from three things
1: if i'm ever well, in that then. position <laughs> complaining mate feel free to slap me a okay? slap okay good um, yeah, yeah but i th- i mean i think that's um what agents really have their f- their their fingers on the pulse so a good agent will will make sure that you're available for the better project mm. right which i think um it's it's the challenge in an industry where um where the, the 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 single opportunity can take you so far in your career and and you almost need that one big thing on your resume um, and it can prevent you from being engaged perhaps at, at the lower level. like doing a cooperative play for eight weeks may force you to be unavailable um, for that for that like <laughs> one in a million mm. fantastic. Uh, feature film role, whatever.
0: It was. It was really interesting. Um, maybe a couple of listeners heard. We also, I did an interview with Lee Lewis, who's the uh, artistic director of Griffin Theatre Company, and mm-hmm. you can check out the interview uh, on StageMook as well. Um, but she said a really interesting thing. I asked her at one point. I went. Um, we were talking about kind of what you do in the in the sort of off period, you know, when you don't have work. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I asked her well, what what you know what kept her creative and stuff and she goes well to be honest i've actually never had that period in, the
1: in period. her
0: in her career because she's just i mean at least what i took from it she kind of said she just is has always put herself out for any for everything mm. and she hasn't um she's tried to not sort of think about making money from it or i mean obviously these things come into it um but she basically was encouraging you to just kind of get out and do as much as possible. Yeah. Um but it was interesting you said that because do, do do you think um do you consciously or do do you leave that to your agent to kind of to 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 filter out things or or like would you would you maybe try to avoid certain things to to keep yourself open? Yeah. I don't know if that was very clear. No, it was. No, no I
1: understand what you mean. I, I mean I, I have a lot of faith in the people who represent me mm. um and I trust them to make those decisions. Um but yeah, sure. Like um for me, mm. I, I would rather be available for most of the year um for jobs that are are going to be really rewarding. Um, When I say rewarding, yeah, obviously a lot of ingredients go into that cake of reward. Um, (laughs) One of them is artistic, the most important, artistic, I think. Mm. Um, The financial side of things, I would like to be paid. Um, And then like a career progression ingredient. Mm. Um, Something that... Helps the cake rise, perhaps, <laughs> 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 to Metaphor's the top. Yeah, to just convoluted. like pushing it. I'm pushing it. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, and and What's also the, the icing people, on top. But, and but... the people that I work with, I think, are probably the icing on top. Yeah, oh, very nice. Yeah, why not? Um, wow. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's all. There's always like a, a a triage kind of going on inside your head, going, what what is important right now for me. Um, mm. And 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 I think sometimes it's just like I just need to I need I don't even care I need to be on stage mm. acting, yeah. Well, that's why I like that's why I brought it up because I think um,
0: yeah. I mean, obviously you're currently in a good you know, in in quite a good position. You know, having a great agent. Um, obviously you've just done some work on uh, on a great film, um. But I think in some ways, especially for people maybe listening who are. You know, just starting out. Mm. I think it's a great idea to just. You can't really expect to. For it just to happen. I mean, for some people it does, but mm. I think there is a period where, and also to just learn if you actually like it, it's great to just um, to just do everything. Yeah. I think it's it's. I often think about this when I think about what you want to do with your life. It's better to just make bold decisions. So if you if you want to be an actor, to just go at it. You know,
1: oh yeah, you know, I and really, and then agree. you
0: learn from going. You know, if you just do a short film, do, I mean, you know, does the life does it actually suit you? Don't worry about kind of trying to make, you know, a lot of money early on. Um, if you can, great. And then obviously, don't you know, do stuff that's <laughs> to completely dodgy. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of those stories going around. But um, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah, keep trying because stuff. Because I
1: think and people they they go like, oh, like I want to be an actor. Mm. Um. Not. Not. I want to act all the time. Um. And I think, yes, those two things should be necessarily combined. But, but for some people, it is just about the. Oh yeah, you know, like I want to be famous and I want to have <clears throat> money and I want mm. to. Be, like at the end of the day, you know, you have to be up on stage or in front of a camera. Mm. Um, that's that's the job. Like you got to actually work in the job. Um, you don't just get to hang out with Channing Tatum every day and be like, "Yeah, what up?" Yeah, yeah. You
0: know? And I think again to bring up the Lee Lewis uh, interview, but she um, she mentioned a really interesting point about yeah, you know, some people just don't have, and I think we've spoken about this before, but have the the kind of disposition to to be an actor. It's like you have to kind of. It is a strange life outside of just those elements of being in front of a camera
1: or being being on a stage. So I think, yeah, I think in some ways you have to ask yourself really practical questions, like, do I enjoy having dinner with my family? Um, That might sound super random, but (laughs) plays are on at seven, seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. Mm. All right, you're in. You're warming up for an hour before you hit the stage. So if you, and this would be a dream come true for most actors, if you're working in theatre for the, let's say, the rest of your life, like that's perhaps extreme, but like you're going to miss out on a lot of dinners. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I like this point. Well, yeah, this it's good. a lot yeah. of dinners that you're missing out on. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I've talked to really experienced actors about this um, and I've been involved in discussions about... um. Or, or, or I was talking to an actor and they were saying, oh, I can't take this job because I would have to relocate my family to X um, and that would cost a lot of money and it would take my kids out of school and, you know, all of that stuff. Um, and that's a dream situation to be in as an actor, right? being offered roles um, that pay really well, that you could make financially viable, but it would mean disrupting your family. Um so yeah, there. Uh, yeah, mm. and being locked in a theater, in a kind of dark space for hours on end, perhaps isn't.
0: Yeah, I think if you don't, if you don't love it, it's not. A, it's not necessarily a uh, particularly enjoyable lifestyle. I mean, you only you love it because you love the magic of it, and you love the, you know, like I've always loved theaters and and that kind of, you know, that space. Yeah, and the people, um, and I and think the people. The people yeah, you know. yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, I certainly have a newfound respect for people who choose jobs um, based on the other people involved in the work. Mm. Like, yeah, it's great to play Hamlet, um, but who are you playing Hamlet with and what is that? Mm. What is that group of people? and, and, And how is that combination of human resources going to produce something that is really powerful mm. to an audience and perhaps in some ways the catharsis of actually performing the play um and how is it socially relevant and all of that stuff but yeah, yeah i've been thinking a lot about the people that you work with well it's in,
0: it's in, it's incredibly important i think it's a great it's a great point um and i think that's a a great point actually when you are maybe early on or, or wherever you're at in your career is if you are choosing things that maybe you're doing a short film or you're doing stuff for free or very low paid that is the trap it's not just to do everything i mean maybe that's one approach but it's also making good work and so Mm. if you you maybe seen another film by this up-and-coming director who's maybe done one or two short films but what he's doing is is great what he or she's doing is great um you know and picking and i think if you have that integrity and you go i just want to make um good stuff you know that that's the goal make
1: great work yeah
0: then i think you'll just naturally f- fall into
1: kind of being drawn awesome to people stuff. Yeah. yeah and being drawn to people who are creating who have a similar kind of perspective mm. on on the production of work yeah and why if you're if you're just starting out with acting you should just look around i remember our tutor said look around the room because that's the industry when we were mm. at uni and i was like no it's not but now, if I look around at the people that were in that room, that's a really significant piece of the industry. Mm. Like, those people are all doing some pretty cool stuff. Mm. Um, and we're in a privileged situation where we're associated with those people just through training with them. But mm. but like, um, randomly, I have, uh, what do you call it? Um, Steps of separation Whatever's of separation Six degree Degrees mm. Degrees of separation I have like One degree of separation Between Me And the DOP On um, True De- True Detective Right And I think his work Is incredible mm. Like Some of the best Cinematography Photography mm. That I've seen In my entire life And I mean, I should reach out to that, right? <laughs> um, and I think you would be surprised if you if you talked to everybody and you and you looked at those perhaps in some ways tenuous links to to people that are are working and doing stuff um, and reached out to them. The power of the email, the power mm. of the phone call, and went, "Hey, I love your work, and this is my vision for for creative mm. projects." What do you reckon?
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's that's another great point. I think... Um,
1: Did you start off with a group of mates who were around you that were actors or or has that community come up through school?
0: Early, uh, yeah, I mean, I think absolutely it was, uh, you know, in my school, in my group of friends, that dr- you know, doing drama was the kind of, cool thing you know it was that that group of group of people was um you know that helped motivate me And i think it continues to you know and then and then again when going to whopper i think the idea of um she heard a great thing about you surround yourself you want to be the average of your friends so you surround yourself actually i think i've just really ruined that phrase but you want to you want to hang out with people that you can
1: be the average. Again, he's ruined it. No, so you know I what I mean. So, I like, think, yeah, you want to like you want to take on all of the skills and exactly. attributes so of my like, friends.
0: Ha- be, the, this idea of having, um, you know, great communities around you is how things, you know, get done. You see it time and time again in, you know, the, in film. These kind of groups of people that kind of, you know become famous together because they just make good stuff and they mm. kind of have a particular comedy or particular um
1: you know Yeah, I mean I think of uh Blue Tongue films here in Australia with the Edgerton brothers and mm. um uh, yeah they've got a really strong crew of people and they they do commercial work, short films, but you know, now they're doing major, major feature film work. Mm. Um yeah. So
0: looking, looking around around you, and yeah,
1: yeah,
0: and especially, especially if you went to a drama school, I think where, especially like we did, where we had a fantastic, a very talented uh, group of friends around us, you know, and making sure you make the most of that, you know. Like I've got a few friends at the moment who are writing little kind of web series or TV series, and it's like, yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you? We've got like you know this very high caliber of actors just sitting around <laughs> drinking coffee every day and <laughs> talking nonsense. Yeah, it's like you know. So I think it's important to look around you and see, make the most of your community. That you yeah. So have. if anyone
1: listening has a gig, um, <laughs> Any I'm available. Game? I'm just staying. Um, yeah, but you're absolutely right. Mm. Staying connected to the to the people who are producing and. And realizing your hum- the human resources that surround you, really important. Yeah. And again,
0: and also if there are people, like you say, that are maybe outside of that, to just, you know, the more I talk to, to people in the industry and, and across, you know, outside of acting as well, professionals, people really don't mind you reaching out. In fact, they really, across the board, I would say, love it. Yeah. You know, this kind of, like you just said before, if you send, a, send an email, uh, where you just go, I really like your work. Can we get a coffee, or can I get your opinion on this? Or especially, and you've got an advantage being young when you do that because you can kind of pull the sort of naive card and go, Look, I'm I'm just a young actor. Do you mind if I come along to a rehearsal and just watch what you know, watch what you're doing? Or um, I don't know I think the the genuine email or or a call, or whatever you know, can can really go a long way.
1: It's about just. Showing that you're not a weirdo, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're not a complete freak, young, old, whatever, if you can have a genuine conversation with someone, and and if you get along, like without any weird, like awkward pedestal action, you know, without putting the person you're talking to on a pedestal, i will be a little bit more articulate, <laughs> um, and 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 you get along as two like equal human individuals, mm. um, and that's that's the test, which I think. Uh, perhaps it was like that. That was the thing in that I used to take on dates, right? Like you go out on a date with someone and you talk to them and you prove to each other that you're not weirdos. <laughs> um, and hopefully there's some chemistry there. And I think um, being in that position, which is like a, a really clear black and white, yes or no um, situation can can clarify things for you um beating I mean, around where the bush here the other a person bit. has the power to say yes or it no i think like it's all well and good to talk about networking and schmoozing and mm. and developing relationships with people who are important um, but also but or in opposition to that you actually like two people need to click in order to have a genuine relationship mm. so for example if you were to contact someone and say, hey, do you mind if I sit in, on a rehearsal? That's a great opportunity to discover whether you and the person that you're contacting actually get along. Because mm. it's not just about being around them. Like if you want to make a genuine relationship with this person that will produce work in the future, mm. you need to know if you get along with them as well as whether they're prepared to work with you.
0: Mm. You know what I mean? And on that, I always think it's important to not just say, do they like you? But you actually do it, like even though they're the, maybe the one with the power or they're, they're the big director or whatever, do you actually be true to yourself and do you actually like their approach and and what they're creating? Don't just go, oh, yeah, I want to hang out with you because you're so and so. You know, it's do, do does your kind of your process or does your personality work with me? You know, I, I, I mean, think I think I there's a level you. where you can be more. Prof- I mean, I, I like what you're saying about getting along with some, but I think there is a, maybe a more professional element. But I think you want to know you can respect respect and sort of work together and, and yeah
1: I think yeah maybe it's not like is this person someone I'll fall in love with like it's yeah. on a date but is this someone who I respect and, and could have a professional relationship with and mm. produce some good work but I want to talk to you a little bit about that because um, I think I've heard you talk about a similar kind of thing walking into auditions um, for theatre about maybe putting the pressure on them um, and seeing whether you want to want to work with them, maybe maybe it wasn't you. Yeah, I you- think,
0: well, I think you actually said something. I mean, I, I think um, yeah, I think it's just always important. Um, <laughs> just to throw it back on you, but I, I do think you, you said something similar. Or at least I took it from you uh, a few podcasts ago, where um, you're not always just the. You, you always have power if if you change the kind of story or the frame that you put on any situation. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're... When you're doing an audition with someone and, and if you don't love the way that they're directing or you don't click with them or you don't see their vision, then, you know, you're all also auditioning them, really. Mm. It's the same when I think it happens a lot in the sort of the pickup world. But people like, you know, a lot of people often think like, oh, I want them to like me. But it's it's a two way street with any relationship. You want to it's it's not just going. Oh, you can put me in a role. Please take me. It's like well, you know, if we come back to what we were talking about earlier, where if you're just trying to make good work, if that's the sort of mission statement, mm-hmm. then everything you go into it it's like, okay, can I make good work with you? You know, do you inspire me? Do I like what you're doing? And then I think, and they get that off you. They don't just go, oh, this is someone who will just do anything.
1: Yeah, which you know? is which is to positively gear that. That notion of like people being able to smell desperation. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, instead of avoiding giving off the smell of desperation, which I've tried to do before. Like, you've tried to give it off? No, I know. (laughs) I've gone like. (laughs) Done a couple of little slide parts. I've gone like, oh, dear. I smell desperate. I know I smell desperate. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try really hard to deodorize myself of (laughs) desperation. Like, by like but it makes you look even more desperate mm. right um but if you if you take on that mindset and you go in going can I make good work with this person i think that that will prevent you from from the stench of yeah and then it also
0: works you actually can then become be perceived i think as less desperate even if you are very keen because you can go people can read this stuff i think if you if you yeah. really like the script and you go in there and you're like just you know, you're like, this is great. I really want to work on this. It's kind of almost being more vulnerable and less desperate if you're kind of putting yourself out there. That's interesting. Because you know, you're kind of um, you always putting if you if you always put yourself in a position of vulnerability where you're kind of putting yourself out there and saying what you want from something. Mm. It's that is when, it, when it's no longer desperate. Mm. Is that the same if you?
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Because, um, yeah, I think perhaps I overlook that sometimes Um, and then I'm not focusing on the work, right? I'm focusing on where the work could take me or something like that, right? Mm. Um, I'm talking about if I pick up a script and read it, there are parallel things going on. One, the work, reading the script and going, oh, this is a really good script. Like, this is well-written. On the other hand, I'm going, okay, if I'm playing that part in this project, where's it going to be shown? What's the distribution? Where's it? You know, <laughs> like, like maybe, maybe I'm going is a that little... that happening on the first
0: read? Just well, trying... maybe,
1: yeah. Like, What's the distribution deal going to look like on this one? Uh? No, but like, you, <laughs> no, know, no, you mean you yeah. get that email from your agent. It says, oh, it's produced by Universal. Hmm. And you go... Giddy up. (laughs) (laughs) This could take me to the next level. Mm. Um, But yeah. Yeah, so really reading the work and having a genuine reaction and going, I like this piece of work and I believe that I can really contribute something. Mm. Um, Yeah, what you said spoke to me because um, sometimes I... I can... um, Mismatch the enthusiasm and desperation, mm. and really going in with just a genuine, a gener- a genuine, excuse me, mm. vulnerable, open, and respectful attitude into the room mm. when meeting directors because I, I I have a tendency to put the directors up there, way up there on the yeah the pedestal. Cool. That's
0: what it, and that's what it's all about. We speak we speak about that quite a lot. Is getting your power back, coming in. Well, it's not even getting your power back. It's just not giving away. It's exactly that, putting people on pedestals. It's it's just you've got something to offer. They've got something to offer. And I think if the goal is to make something great, they see that in you. If you go, yeah, I like like this script and I want to contribute. It becomes really
1: humble and becomes really... It's funny the way we're talking about it. It sounds like there's something in the middle. Well
0: but I was like thinking the 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 I mean the script I guess it's the kind of it's the work it's, yeah. I mean, it always comes back to that
1: because I often focus on the person like perhaps there's too much focus on like oh are we getting along like mm. me and the person the the director the producer the writer the whatever mm. instead of going you know like imagine if we're looking at something that is a is a third thing the work mm. and going okay so you're going to bring that to that and I'm going to bring this and that yeah. could be a great combination for the work. Mm.
0: <laughs> no, that's a great way to look at it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and perhaps a great way to end. Cool. Um, yeah, brilliant. Well, thanks again, everyone. Um, As always, share your feedback. We uh, mentioned the handles before, but at Stage Milk uh, for Twitter and forward slash Stage Milk for the Facebook. If you've got any ideas for future, future chats, let us know. Absolutely. Love to hear from you. Cool.